0: It is time for the final four. We are here, fellas. It's been a while. It's been a long time coming with cutting nets. We've had some fun with our Saturday morning shows each and every week. We're recording this one a little bit early. We're recording this on Thursday, but we know the final four games are on Saturday today, and we'll know the final next Monday night. So we'll have preview for you on Monday night for the final. And here's our final four preview. We've got Bijo, we've got Eric, and we've got Leo. And guys, honestly – after a lot of craziness uh, over a couple weeks, we have four teams here that make a lot of sense for the most part. I know we look at North Carolina and they didn't play well throughout a lot of the year, but when you watch what they've done throughout this tournament, they played pretty well. It's not as if North Carolina is not is a, a talent list team, right? They were a team that was sort of up and down and, and inconsistent. So hell you throw Kentucky UCLA on here. And we're looking at some of the all time Programs in college basketball history. Like, this is a list of some of the real, true blue bloods. And Eric, uh, we look up right now in, in our first game for Saturday night. We've got Villanova, Kansas. Villanova is uh, currently a, a dog. So, Kansas is a four and a half point favorite, total in this game around 133. We know that Justin Moore, leading scorer for Villanova, tore the right Achilles at the end of that game. That's obviously going to be a major issue for them. Villanova has won nine in a row, five and zero ATS in their last five. Kansas crushed Miami. They are, they have won eight in a row. We finally got a good game for Agbaji, who has not played very well throughout the tournament. So Eric, Nova, Kansas. Uh, what do we got? Kansas at thirty-two and six overall, nineteen eighteen and one ATS. Nova thirty and seven overall, twenty sixteen and one ATS. A lot of similar similarities and just the numbers and records here. What was uh,
1: your first thought of this game? I feel there's a little bit of an overreaction to more being out. I mean, when we look at it, the only coach that has won two championships, the last 10 times the tournament's been played is Jay Wright. The only coach that has won two in the last five times it's been played is Jay Wright. I really feel that people aren't taking into consideration that Wright's going to have time. He's going to be able to throw Kansas some new looks that they haven't seen when he has six days to prep. I feel this is a huge overreaction to more being out. In my mind, he's only worth a point, point and a half at most. This spread is too high. I'm going to be looking to lock in um, Villanova plus the points. And then you just look at it. They like to play a slow pace. They're going to try to limit it to a 45 possession game. They're going to play slower. With more out, and what Villanova is able to do is they're able to take you out of your comfort zone. You look at the metrics of Kansas, they're at their best when they're able to get out and run in transition. With Villanova slowing down the pace, Kansas isn't going to be able to do that. And Kansas is outside the top 150 in efficiency in half court sets. And then you look at Villanova, Villanova is in the top, they're 24th in the country in terms of field goal percentage at the rim. I like Villanova here. I'm going to wait and tr- hopefully try to get a five though. I'm leaning on the Villanova side too. Um, I, I
0: look at what Kansas has been doing recently. Um, and even with that game, mcboshi has been struggling. Their offensive flow hasn't been great. Honestly, they've been, they've been lucky that they've had a guy like Remy Martin on their team. Remy Martin is someone who's been there before. Who's been in big games for Arizona state. And who's the guy who's one of those like irrational confidence guys who sometimes will like get you into trouble with shooting too much or making bad passes or thinking they can do a little too much, but he's actually carried them through a couple games. And I don't know if he's going to be able to operate all that well as a smaller guy uh, against Nova. I'm a little bit concerned there. I, I agree with you, Eric. And, and you dive into the, the last game in particular, Nova shot 15 for 52 from the field. And they shot five for 21 from three against Houston. They still won that game. Biho kansas villanova which way you lean in here
2: i mean it's got to be crushing for villanova to to lose i know you
0: get to this point (laughs) you feel so good about where you are you won your region you're in the final four and then oh my god i know i mean
2: if it kind of gives me flashbacks to 97 kentucky with derrick anderson and and that whole ordeal like that was just tragic as well um yeah I, i mean that that hurts you know and Teams react one of two ways to that. They either, you know, rally around that injury and everybody picks up the slack and and they play way over their heads. Or and what's nice is that they're in a
0: situation where you only have two games to have to do it, right? Yeah. If they would have to do this for the whole conference, you know, or 10 straight games, I would say, I don't know, but maybe for a game or two. You, everybody can get up and rally, right? I I think it's usually after a while that it wears down, but I agree with you. This is this is a bummer. We, as fans, we never want to see this happen. We want to see the best teams play the best best teams with the best players, you know? Yeah.
2: So, um, I I just think Kansas is going to be too much for them. Um, in the inside, I I just think they can dominate Villanova. Villanova struggled from the field, as you said. Like this, this game's not going to be played in the 40s or 50s. Um, Kansas is going to get up. And run, and remember, they've got uh James Harden replica playing for him in, in brown. So, um, <laughs> you know, I I'm like Kansas since day one. In fact, it's the only final four team that I actually had in the final four. Of my bracket is Kansas, yeah. so I, I'm gonna ride this out. I think it's uh, you know, like you said, we've gotten a little chalky now that we're at you know in that elite yeah. eight, it got chalky. I think
0: we're chalky pretty much year out. Chalk, Chalk, Jayhawk for Beho. Yep. Leo, where are we headed?
3: I mean, I think that the more injury is devastating to Villanova, it's more devastating for him. But if there's one team that can really get over losing their last <coughs> score, I think it is Villanova. Because Villanova is very, very balanced. They're, they have a fantastic coach. They really don't rely on just one player. I think that they're going to be able to get over it I haven't really loved what I've seen out of Kansas. And I know Kansas came out in that second half and they were fantastic and they dominated Miami on both sides of the floor. But that first half, I think we were all sitting there like, "Uh uh-oh, Kansas is in some trouble here. Um, So I'm looking at this one. I I have a slight lean toward the four and a half, but I think Beho is 100% right. I don't know how Villanova is going to handle McCormick down low. Is, this really is That's a, a major weakness the for them.
0: They're not a big team. It's Dixon for them. And yeah. Dixon's not even really a big, like that kind of a big, right? He's like 6'8. This, this
3: really is a bit of a coin flip game. And from a betting perspective, I, I'm going to put my eggs in Jay Wright's basket and tell him to go win it for me. I, I like that line at plus 166 to where it is right now for the contest. Uh, I, I'm definitely leaning toward Villanova. So you're in, in, the in the final four. four. That's right, baby. I'm in the final four. You know it. I told you I was coming to win this thing.
0: He's done a fantastic job. He's carrying the cutting nets banner there. Keep kicking ass, my friend. Leo's on the dog side with Villanova looking for win number 10 straight as uh, we move along to our second game of the day, fellas. Actually, before we do, this will be a good time for us to uh, show everyone out there uh, a little look at old smoke clothing. And one of the cool promotions and partnerships that we have right now over at Better Than Vegas, well, there's a T-shirt that we've teamed up with Old Smoke Clothing with, and it's the uh, the Better Than Vegas I Don't Bet I Win T-shirt. It's thirty two dollars, and with the co- with the promo code GINO, it'll get you free shipping on your order, folks. This will be a big help for us. This is one of our partners, so every time you go and purchase a shirt there, it'll uh, it'll be reflecting on us if you've ever been watching and hanging out with us throughout uh, our shows. Football season, we previewed every single football game for you every Monday, every Thursday, every Saturday, Sunday, even the, the games that were rescheduled later into the week throughout the holidays. We've got our NBA shows with Eric and with uh, Kyle each and every week a couple times. We were here with you cutting nets every Saturday morning. Biho and Kyle have the lineup that's out there now. That's hilarious. Heck, a lot of you got uh, your entertainment out every week when we did the two minute drill and blackjack and Leo yelled at each other each and every week. That was a lot of fun. That got everybody entertained the backdoor cover. You got pitches and pints, all the stuff that we bring for you from better than Vegas. It's all free. And we just want to make sure that, uh, you know, we are able to share the love with you with this. I don't bet. I win shirt. You can share it right back. Cause every time you purchase one, it'll uh, it'll help us out quite a bit. And like we said, b we're not going to tell them if, we won't tell on anyone if they're not winning, right? We don't even know. We don't even know. You can wear that shirt and not be winning, but you might be winning with BTV and the public prop in the final four. Tell us what we got, Biho
2: Oh, Lord. It's
0: the next game, Gino.
2: It's the one we've all been waiting for. Duke Carolina. The first. How did time this game happen, right? History. I know. You know, it's Coach K. It could be his last game. Does he go out to North Carolina? Does he beat the his arch rival to get to the championship game and possibly win another title? Um, I gotta tell you, here we don't like Duke. We don't like Duke. We're just we're we're going Carolina here. If Carolina covers this, UNC. we're gonna give out two hundred and fifty dollars
0: to somebody. Um, Tar Heels, baby. So that's just covering. Is that just covering yep. or winning the game? They got
2: to just cover the spread.
0: Just cover the spread. Wow, that's easy. Just cover yeah. the spread for North Carolina. So like always, that's a four-point spread right now. We are just trying to give away money to you at Better Than Vegas because everything we do is free. We want to help you become a better, better. We want to make sure that you get the information that we get. All of us are here because some other smart people have helped us out throughout, throughout along the way through the years we've been very mm-hmm. lucky to learn from other people and we want to share that with you some days we'll be right some days will be wrong but we're always going to have fun we're always going to come prepared and we always want to help you out so uh good luck in that public prop make sure all you have to do is just watch out for the public prop go retweet it follow along with better than vegas share it around with some peeps out there and you could be winning if north carolina wins i don't bet I win. But Leo, you may be winning this contest, my friend. You are down to the one of the final four of the best right, cappers. Be- Tell us about North Carolina Duke and where you stack up here.
3: This is a really tough game for me because I really want to like North Carolina, but it just feels like it's written in the stars for Coach K to pull this one off. Um, Honestly, where I'm kind of leaning here, my favorite bet is probably going to be the over 151. I see this being an up-and-down game. North Carolina
0: is over in their last six games. They've all gone over.
3: Took took the words out of my mouth, Gino. This is going to be an extremely – Tight, hotly contested game. I think we're all extremely excited for it. The only thing that scares me is the thing that has scared me all tournament, and it has been these stupid referees that have ruined so many good games. Um, I, I'm, I keep going back and forth in this one, and in all honesty, I'm kind of waiting to hear what Eric says. I, I'm going to let go. Eric convince me on who to yeah. take in this game. Awesome. Okay, so what's
0: funny about this, Eric, too, is like if we like if this would have been in a movie or in a TV show we'd be like, no, North Carolina made it here after the year they had. Like, they didn't even have that good of a year. Like, they weren't that good of a team. But in watching the games, I agree with Leo, and I've even tweeted, the officiating in a lot of them have been really poor, but I don't think either of these two teams are here because of officiating. Right? In fact, Carolina kind of got screwed. They were one that Baylor was getting the benefit of the doubt in a lot of those calls in that Baylor, North Carolina game, North Carolina against UCLA. that was just kind of a back and forth game. I didn't feel like North Carolina and then against Marquette, they were just better. And against St. Peter's, they were just better. And Duke, Duke always sort of get some of the Duke calls, but I'll give it to them. You know, I've been against Duke in a couple of these spots, Michigan state, and then against Duke um, with Texas tech. But what they've done is their top three guys, their stars, they have showed up down the stretch, Eric. And w- when the we you know when the game has been close, think about it. Michigan State, close game down the stretch, they took over. Texas Tech, close game down the stretch, they took over. Arkansas, same thing. That their best players t- have been taking over and hitting the big shots down the stretch. And so, you know, Duke will always get some of the the calls. And I think the Coach K whistle in in this tournament you know, you'll expect them to get the benefit of the doubt. But I've, I've been a little bit more impressed with these two teams than I than I thought coming into the tournament. So I will give them both credit for playing a little bit better than I thought they had in them.
1: Um, I look at this tournament, or this game, excuse me, and my old man has this saying, he goes, at the end of the day, you know, you, you are who you are. And what right. has Duke's issue been all year? Defense, protecting us the three-pointer, low in the post, and slowing down transition. You look at the teams they've played, the only team that resembles how good North Carolina is, and they're not even remotely as good in offense as North Carolina is, is Michigan State. They were down by five at the five-minute mark. They are down by two at the two-minute mark. They did win the game. Um, off, defensively, this team still has holes in it, and I really feel how North Carolina plays with their three-point shooting, how they're going to be able to get down and run. They got BeHo's boy down low. Who's going to dominate? For me, this is North Carolina or or nothing. I mean, I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold. It's already drifted up on some books to four and a half. I'm going to sit out. See if I can get a five. But to me, North Carolina is definitely the side to be on. What's, what what's worries me as a uh, I
0: I love North Carolina in this spot. I absolutely love them in this spot. But what scares me is that I played and and, and I know you can't think this way as a gambler, but we're human. We're not machines. We do think these things. I played North Carolina earlier in the year at North Carolina against Duke and Duke beat the shit out of them there in that game, right? And it's what? just one of those things where like, I, I have such a weird taste in my mouth from that game. I can still remember thinking, oh yeah, final time coach case coming in North Carolina. They're going to want to get up for that game. And they got the crap kicked out of him. But then they go and they beat them at Duke. I don't know what the hell to think about with those two. Here's what I do know that in their last nine games, they're eight and one straight up and against the spread. Since February the 20th, you can use the Bartovic rankings. What I love about all the college basketball rankings is like when I come up with my metrics next year, Eric, they're going to be called the Gino Bacola rankings. You know, the, these guys <laughs> yeah. are all like, they name them after the, Palm, Ken Palm, the Sagarin, the Bartov. You no, know, it's all, they're all named right. Now. We got the b rankings coming up next year, right? Like everybody's pretty self yeah. uh Everybody's pretty self-absorbed. Like name them right after themselves, right? We can't get like at least in in football we get DVOA or uh, air yards or something. They're not called the uh, you know the Warren Sharp uh, metrics. I thought I always think it's funny when I see the the names pop up. Sagarin, anyway. So for for Bartovic, <clears throat> since February the twentieth, the number one ranked team in the country, North Carolina, and the thing that's impressed me the most during that stretch. They are number five in adjusted defense, defense. That's not what we thought at all with this North Carolina team. That's one of the reasons why I would attack them, not thinking their defense was all that strong, but they've got athletes. They've got size. They make it difficult on you. And they're, so during that stretch, number five in adjusted defensive efficiency, number 17 in adjusted offensive efficiency. They are nine and one in that stretch. And this is something that Eric always likes to point out about teams. Um, They're not fouling. That's what they're doing really well. During that stretch, they are eighth in the country out of 360 teams in the free throw rate of their opponents. And so they're not fouling. They're top 40 in both offensive and defensive rebounding. They're not giving you any extra shots. They're not giving you any extra points at the free throw line. They're key players are scoring big buckets when it counts. And in their four NCAA tournament games, their opponents are shooting 36% from the field and 26.5% from three. I love North Carolina in this spot, Beho. Uh, Where are you going?
2: Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I picked the prop. I picked uh, Carolina. I mean, again, you know, and, and Eric's right. Like, that last game Duke played, even though – you know, they, they won the game or whatever. Like early on in that game, they're getting easy buckets against Duke. And Bancaro, for as good as of a player he is, he is not an aware defender. Like he gets beat on backdoor yeah. cuts just about more than anybody I've ever seen. Um, North Carolina will use that. And again, like I I mean Baycott is. What, 29 double-doubles this year. I think he finally passed Oscar Shibway. Obviously, Oscar left the tournament a little earlier. Um, very similar type player, man. He just pounds the boards and gets buckets. I worry about him at the free throw line if Duke fouls him. Um, you know, I, I think he's around 70%, but I don't feel like he's shooting anywhere near 70% in the tournament. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. And again, man, I, I just feel like North Carolina's a team with no pressure. Like, right, it's them against the world, right? Like, it's Duke, you know, everybody expects Duke to win, they're underdogs again. You know, you talked about having that taste in your mouth after they got whipped by Duke in Chapel Hill. <laughs> I, I'll tell you a good way to get that taste out of your mouth is load up on Duke in Cameron in Duke, and right? eat shit like I did. Yep, um, so, so yeah, uh, I'm all Carolina here, I think Carolina ends it, and uh. They get bragging rights for a very, very long time over Duke.
0: Leo, uh, you know, uh, uh, on the movie script, Leo, uh, North Carolina, Duke, and the final four to try to get through. I mean, for Coach K, if they were to win getting through North Carolina and then Kansas, I believe Kansas was who they beat in to win their first title yep. for Coach K. So it would literally be like everything coming together. Give us some of your final thoughts, Leo.
3: Yeah, I mean, like I was saying earlier, I, I'm still kind of leaning toward the over. Um, still 50 50. This this is a real tough one for me. I, I really am going back and forth. I, I kind of like Carolina and the points, but I mean, I've been changing left and right. I, it's one of those things. It's going to come down to how I wake up and like how I'm feeling. Because uh, for those of you that don't know, we're pre-recording this, uh, getting excited for Saturday, guys. Ah. Uh, it all depends how I wake up Saturday morning. It really yeah, does. this is
0: Thursday. We're, we're doing this uh, a few days out for a couple of reasons. One, I'm heading out for the weekend to a bachelor party, so you guys helped me out so we could record this early. And two, when we know the games like this set a few days in advance, it's nice yeah. to be able to record early. You can get people a couple of days to listen to our shows. We can put it up on the podcast. And uh, I always like to get stuff out earlier because I know some people – listen in their car. Some people like to watch and it gives everybody an opportunity to uh, hear our stuff and maybe formulate their opinion themselves. So hopefully we'll help put some things in your head and they'll percolate around up there. That's what's great about, uh, you know, being in California, you learn words from bongs, like a percolated down. <laughs> Percolating. So it's like, oh, I know what that word means. I know that. I know that. You know, like,
2: I'm going to ask you guys' opinion. You know, obviously this is the first meeting between Duke and Carolina in the tournament, and everybody seems so shocked about that. And, like, they throw out these numbers like they've been playing since 1920. And, well, it's like, let's it's be hard honest hard to here. play
0: in the tournament.
2: For, what, Once for the, the first- NCAA tournament started – One team per conference was made. Yeah, so that eliminated one of them right there. USC and
0: and UCLA. USC would have years where they were the number two ranked team in the nation, and they didn't get in because because UCLA UCLA. was number one.
2: Yeah. So, so you've got all those years, and then now now that you've gotten into modern times, the way they do the seedings, Duke and Carolina have always been predominantly good teams, and they're they're on separate sides, and the only chance. I, I mean, because people have pointed out, well, Kentucky's played Louisville like four times in the tournament. Well, we've never been in the same conference. Like we're just geographically
0: around each other. So. And it, so it's a little different with the way that the tournament, the, the way that the committee is. They want, like, I would be, I would not be shocked ever to see Kentucky and Louisville in the same bracket in a situation yeah. where they would play in the first weekend or the second weekend right away. Just like yeah. we knew what, what they were doing with Coach K and Coach Izzo. Right. We knew they stacked Michigan State over there next to them because they wanted those two guys to go. They could have put Michigan State somewhere else. And hell, honestly, what's funny about all of this, Duke Duke and Tennessee should have been flipped. What's funny? Yeah. Like going into the tournament, Duke shouldn't even have been a two. And Tennessee should have. It doesn't matter now. Tennessee got beat early but that's that's
2: kind of what i'm saying when when we start to think about oh well this team you know i can't believe they never played think about any conference rivals like big conference rivals how many times have they met in the tournament i mean it just doesn't happen when you're in the same conference which is where their big rivalry is different than other big rivalries around the country
0: and i was again i'm bringing it up because we just saw it last year and i'm a usc guy but usc and ucla almost played last year because in the Elite Eight, they both lost to Gonzaga, USC in the Elite Eight, and then UCLA in the final four. And it would have been a situation where they'd never played in the tournament. Because why would they? And they're not even good teams, right? Yeah. But well,
2: and I feel and I feel terrible for the fans because as someone who has had this exact scenario where Kentucky played Louisville in twenty twelve in the final four to get to the championship game, game is not fun. No, the game is not fun. You because got this
0: double the rivalry on top. So you really if you don't lose want to that lose game. To
2: them. It doesn't matter who the yep. better team is all year long. If you lose that game, that's the one you got to hear
0: about. Yep. And especially so cool with North Carolina, the chance to end coach K's career and one game before, because if he loses in the finals, it's like, wow, what a still a pretty damn good run, right? You made yep. it your final year with a team that was sort of struggling coming in. You made it all the way. You had the run. But, man, losing the one game before to your rival would just
1: be such a bad taste in your mouth to leave. I hope it happens. God, I love it. You know what would be great? If North Carolina won by 30 and they just right? kept on cutting to Coach K on the bench, And he just that's sulking. what I'm hoping for. Oh, my God. And, and like you said, and for great. the whole
0: second half, there's not really anything in the basketball game to talk about. So they just have to keep talking about – all of the great things coach K has done throughout his year while like throughout his career, while you see yeah. his face, you know, and he's just looking down and people are like patting him on the back, trying to let him know. It's so I, Oh, you're right, Eric. I know we're, we're miserable pricks here, folks. That's why you watch us on BTV bets. That's why you watch us on better than Vegas. And uh, we have one more game to talk about on Monday. We will preview the college basketball national championship on Monday. Good luck on Saturday with these two games. Let's see who makes it into the final. Leo, my friend, I want to see you in the final. Eric, like always, uh, great work again. And Biho let's pick out that public prop. Let's hope it's a winner this time. Pressure is on you, my friend. Don't forget to head to OldSmokeClothing.com. Purchase that shirt. The I Don't Bet I Win helps us out. Promo code GINO gets you free shipping on your order. A lot more content coming up this weekend, folks. Uh, Don't forget about Sunday NBA show, and we got the backdoor cover every Sunday night. Everything free at BTV.